Hello and welcome to the Norwegian edition of the Gamble Betting Podcast. I'm Greg Browning and joining me tonight, as always, is our man from Levanger in Norway, David Weatherston. David, how's things, sir? Yeah, very well, thank you. Very well. Enjoying the Hearts v Rosenborg match right now? Yeah, uh, Rosenborg obviously got off to a flying start with a, a goal early on, but it's po- evenly, evenly poised at uh, 3-3 as we, as we speak. So final 15 minutes in, in Edinburgh at the moment. Quite a few Norwegian sides in action, David, over the last few nights. Three games tonight and Molda doing what Molda do at home in Europe and they, they huff and puff and get the job done. They did um, against the, the story of the season, which was uh, Klaxvik of uh, Faroe Islands, but Molda just getting the job done in extra time, eventually getting over the line, um, which takes them on to the, the final playoff for the Champions League, but that a much, much tougher task against uh, Galatasaray. Uh, have you got anything to say about Galatasaray? Well, well obviously, <laughs> St Johnston, another club in Europe St Johnston have played, um, <laughs> even when 1-0 up in Istanbul, believe it or not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, really tough task. Galatasaray spent a lot of money. Um, Wilfred Zaha, Mauro Icardi, um, among others. So, yeah, going to be really tough for Molde. But it's been a really good week for Norwegian clubs. Um, Bran have just knocked out Aruca, or Arucha, I'm not sure how you say it, of Portugal. I'm not the Portuguese football expert, so that's all right. Um, and um, a, a nice, easy win for um, for uh, Bode. They were in Armenia against Punic, and they won 6-0 in aggregate. Yes, also another place I've been to, David, uh, Yerevan. <laughs> <laughs> but for more of glimpse, though, very professional performance, home and away in Europe, as they did in, in the previous round. A bit tougher for Bran tonight, a 4-3 aggregate win, two goals right on half-time uh, to, to bring that lead. And obviously they, they lost a goal in the second half. And Rosenborg, as you say, drawing at the moment. So we've got three Norwegian sides in the hat. Or in in the in the next round of European qualification, but with some tricky matches coming up, and Rosenborg have got 50 minutes left in, in their match against Hearts. So best wishes to them. Now, David, three or four weeks ago, we were sat here, bemoaning the fact that there was no title challenge in the Elite Azerian. Bode Glimt were absolutely romping it, almost a double points. I think it was nine points they were leading by on maybe match day 14 and 15. Fast forward to match day 18, it's match day 19 this weekend, and wow, what a turnaround. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely incredible. Bode Glimps have lost two in a row. Um, first, of, again, first of all, um, at home to Tromsø, their title rival Tromsø, who's sitting third, and then they went to Viking and lost again 3-2 So against their other title rivals. So absolutely dream scenario for for. Fans of 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 a, of a um, <laughs> title race, so yeah, it, it's it's very close. Basically, Viking have have absolutely smashed it the last um, nine games. They've won every single game. They started the season with um, four wins, two draws, and three defeats in their first nine, and then their second nine since then they've won every one. So their form has been outstanding, and and it's um, it's brought us what is going to be a really really good autumn. And tied in forty one points. Bode Glimt and Viking and just tucked in least behind them with a game in hand is, is Tromso. Now, we probably thought that Tromso would kind of fall off by this point, but we're now into the final third of the season almost and they are still right up there. When they're game in hand and they go just two points behind the, the top two sides. So it been a fantastic season to Tromso. A couple of sides who haven't enjoyed a good season 
Um, one of them is Olesund, bottom of the league, seven points from safety. It's looking pretty bleak for them, isn't it? It is, and and they're just they're losing games they need to win. They lost to Hamcam um, at home last week, which was an absolutely massive game, massive win for Hamcam, who look who look like they're capable of it again of staying up, keeping their head above the ground. But all assumed um, they got a big win against some squad set a couple of games ago, but the the form hasn't hasn't been good enough under the new manager and. It doesn't look good. Um, five points adrift, seven points from safety, six points from the from the playoff spot, um, and they've played a game more, so it, it's not looking good. And talking about new managers at Vorenga, starting to see a slight improvement for them now, haven't we? We're starting to maybe push on and get out of that kind of bottom three. Yeah, they had a really good win away from Scottsdale. Um, they drew it home to Haugesund last weekend. Which was a little bit disappointing, but um, yeah, one potential issue is bad in the works is that CD Yata, who has been probably about the best player this year, is a young striker. He is looks like he's on his way to Sturm Graz, um, pretty much as we speak. Um, he, he's been, he's been, yeah, he's been had a bit accepted of around around two and a half million pounds. 28 million kroners and uh, he, he's looks he's off they have already replaced him with a, a, a striker a Serbian guy who's been playing in Latvia so I don't know anything about him but um, if he's as good as Yata I'd be, I'd be surprised <laughs> probably not <laughs> no <laughs> two sides David who are really struggling at the moment one of them one of them is Sarsborg now they were flying at the start of the season and their form has absolutely fallen off a cliff five defeats and six for them yeah, and, and a really bad defeat last weekend. Again, 1-0 up at home, this one's God set. Playing well, creating chances, just couldn't tuck away their second goal. They they, they claimed for a penalty at 1-0 and then didn't get it. And then on the counter, Shrums God set scored to equalise and then scored again with what was their only two shots on target in the game. And, and uh, yeah, Sarpsborg just punished a bit for their lack of finishing. It's been a real drop in form. I think they'll, I think they'll manage to pick up before the end of the season again. I don't think they'll get dragged into a relegation battle, but um, yeah, what worrying signs for them. Well, we've got eleven weeks left of in terms of match days. Match day nineteen this weekend. We've got two matches on Saturday and six games on Sunday. And also, it's great to see the return of the Obis League. In. I've quite enjoyed the Obis League in this season. It's given us quite a few winners. It's a it's a wide open title race this year, wide open. We'll touch upon that shortly. Probably six or seven sides involved for promotion in the Obis League. But moving back to the Elite Azarian, David, two games Saturday, starting off with Molda at home to Volaringa. Yeah, and obviously coming off the back of what was a really tough game against Quagsvik on uh, on Tuesday and a game coming up against uh, Galatasaray in the coming Tuesday, Molda go into this home game against Volarenga very short at 1.45 and well I say very short probably a fair price if there was just a normal week but it just it's just not a normal week I think there'll be a lot of rotation um I think it will be a tough game for Molda and I think it's a really good chance for Volarenga to try and get something um I think Molda will probably make seven or eight changes and then yeah from that um Volaringa will be open to pick them off I, I think I think in this game the corner market has been priced a little bit wrong. It's quite um, low, isn't it? It's quite low. The line. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean the overall corner market, yeah, as well. But I think Volaringa, um, 
Bowling are quite a <laughs> quite a coronary team. Uh, we've talked about that before, but yeah, the, the, the line is set at ten and a half, one point eight three. But Bollering, if you look at their previous previous game, so basically since Gearbacca took over, which includes a, a big a big defeat against Molde, um, since he took over, this is their their last five games: um, eight four, six four, nine two, four one, and eight 0 They've won all five corner match bets. So. Going up against Mulder, who, yeah, obviously Mulder win their fair share of corner match bets, but if you look at their recent, they've actually lost um, three of the last four, uh, four of the last six, so they're not exactly winning the corner match bets themselves. They lost six, seven, and um, lost five, seven against Sarpsburg at home. Lost, uh, sorry, uh, lost four, eight away at Volleringer last time as well. So so this corner match bet, the, I mean, Volleringer set at 3.5, but the corner handicap, Volleringer to start plus two basically, so Volleringer starting on two corners um, to win that corner handicap match bet is 2.2 and considering they've been winning every single one um, without the handicap and they're coming up against a Molde team who's coming off the back of a tough European night, I think it looks like a really good price. Yeah, you know me David, I like to get involved on the back of a tough European night and I'm, I'm fully endorsing this one. I think for me... I've had a look at following a corners. We backed them again last weekend. I think they hit eight last weekend. L- looking across the last five games, they've hit eight, six, nine, four, and eight. And they've hit seven, they've hit four or more corners now in seven of the last eight games. As you see, with Moda having a tough game in Europe, a, a really tough game coming up next week. Getting four to six on Volaringa to hit four corners and eleven to eight to hit five. So definitely a, a corners angle there on the, the following a team corners, but I do like the look of your um, following a corners handicap. And you also fancy goals in this game as well. Yeah, I think I think it's set up for goals. I think Molde know that um at home they're gonna they're gonna attack, they're gonna try and score goals. They've got a lot of players coming into the team who haven't so much uh, been a, a fixture in the team and they'll be desperate to impress. So I think um, I think both teams to score in this one looks really solid. I think Molde Molde have not failed to score in their last uh, seven games. Um, I think only only once this season, or twice sorry this season they failed to score. So I think they'll, I'm pretty sure they'll score against a Volaringa team who's not really been scoring goals. Volaringa um, themselves since Gearbacca took over again. So the last five, they lost the first one four 0 at home to Molde, which was an absolute embarrassment but since then they have scored in every game and conceded in every game so the last four has been both teams to score um so both teams to score in this one is, is going to be part of a, a saturday double for me with uh, also with the odd and sarpsburg game and that comes up nicely um on saturday next odd at home at sarpsburg now david sarpsburg corners corner machines really in the elite season alongside obviously bran and Mulder, but when you look across their last eight matches, if it's seven, ten, eleven, ten, seven, eight, two and eight. So bar that two, if it's seven or more corners now in seven of their last eight. And that probably goes down to the fact they've probably been chasing games and been behind in a lot mm. of matches recently in those defeats, which you probably need to factor in. But that said, they've also conceded three or more corners in all 18 matches this season. Uh, I think 12 of the 18 games they've shipped four. So there's probably a, a decent line here on corners in this game. And looking at the number of goals as well that the Sartsborg has conceded is quite alarming, isn't it? 24 uh, goals in six uh, games. <laughs> uh, For a team who's yeah. doing so well, 
it's really alarming. Um, they've, they've, yeah, they've, they've not kept a clean sheet since the 25th of um, June, and it's yes, seven games without a clean sheet. They've been scoring, they're scoring enough goals, but just the yeah. goals they conceded, they've conceded five um, in the exactly. last three times in the last six games. Uh, yeah, that's just not good enough, and it's gonna it's gonna make you slip down the league. So yeah, this I mentioned this as part of a double. Um, over two and a half goals in this game just looks like so nailed on. Um, the last thirteen Sarpsborg games um, have had at least three goals. So yeah, if it doesn't if it doesn't come in this time, then it's my fault for for betting it probably. But yeah, thirteen in a row with over two and a half goals. So going to double that up with the both teams to score at Molde and Bolleringa. So both those games on Saturday, and the double pays two point five five. Very nice. It's a shade above six to four. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know, but yeah, you t- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the, the, also, I think I think odds price in this game looks really, really good as well. Um, two point seven at home um, to Sarpsborg. Sarpsborg, as you mentioned, five defeats out of six. Odd at home are pretty good, like pretty solid home team. Um, eight games, four wins, two draws, two defeats. They've won three of the last four at home, including a really good 4-0 home win over Stabak and a 2-1 win over Vorringa and a good 1-0 win over Molde um, in those four games. I think 2.7 on odd looks really, really high, given Absolutely. how given how Sarpsborg's form is, is, is dropped odd so massively. Odd in decent shape. I think they've got the wrong, this on the wrong way round, I think, don't they? Yeah, uh, yeah. If, if odds were 2.3 and Sarpsborg were 2-1 or 3.0 or something, I think that would be fair. I think their their price is priced up on just their yeah their early season form. And moving into Saturday, obviously got six games on Saturday, five at four Sunday. o'clock. Sunday, Sunday, sorry. Sun- six games on Sunday, one at six fifteen. Um, on the four o'clock games, David, Hamcam are at home to Rosenborg, and as you know, I'm not a massive fan of backing sides who've played away in Europe in a really difficult match, which could be going to extra time. Um, at this rate, for for me, that completely eliminates Rosenborg as a betting option for me. Yeah. On Sunday, if this if this match, even if it doesn't go to extra time, be a really tough game for them. There's only two minutes left in the match, so more than likely going to go to extra time, and that's going to take it out of the players, isn't it? Yeah, it does, and 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 they've got a few injury issues, which means they can't rotate as much as they would like to. Um, Hamcam, for their part as well, I've had a really good win last time out at Olesund, which will. Um, which will lift spirits massively. Um, not an easy place to go. Rosenberg's price looks pretty appealing, given that they've won four in a row. Yeah. But um, yeah, as you say, it's just really difficult to, to get behind a team off the back of a really tough European night, which um, is it's not an easy place to go. Ten Castle, and if it goes to extra time, I just you just cannot touch that price. No, definitely not. And talking about sides away from home at a, a short price, uh, league leaders Abura Glimt travel to Haugesund now. Bora Glimp for the first time probably in good two or three seasons have lost back-to-back games. I can't remember them losing back-to-back games, to be honest with you. Um, I know there have been some quite tough games they've had, but a big surprise to see them really lose that nine-point gap at the top. And they're away to Haugesund side, who will be looking to move up the table further away from that relegation space. Yeah, I don't actually feel like Glimt have done that much wrong. Like they were pretty poor against Tromsø in the two 0 game, um, but the Viking game, like they were coming off the back of a European game, and and 
they went through nil down early, but fought back to two each, did really well. And then just at the end, the Zlatko Tripit scored a really nice free kick. So I think they'll be feeling all right. They had a really good European night. They didn't, They got the chance to rest a lot of players tonight. Um, and although it's a long flight back from Armenia, I did. I was watching the game tonight and the commentator said that they'll be flying direct to Haugesund and just spending a couple of days in Haugesund, just um, just uh, training in Haugesund and getting getting ready for the game. So I think it will. I think we'll be okay to travel. Don't think it'll be a problem. And they didn't have too much um, to do tonight in terms of of uh, output of effort. So I think uh, I think the price is fair, and I think um, I think the, I think they'll go back to winning ways at the weekend. Although Haugesund isn't the easiest place to go, um, Haugesund's only lost two out of their eight home games this year, so. Yeah. Not that easy place to go, but I think Leeds. I think Leeds will be just a bit too good for them because Haugesund, I think, may try and press them, and that usually ends in don't ends do that in trouble. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think for me, just that Shebel wanted to slightly short for me. Yeah. Just in the fact that they've lost the last two games and uh, a tough game, not a tough game, but a tough trip to the outer reaches of Europe. And Haugesund, fourteen points from nineteen at home, as you say, very decent at home. I've collected most of the points at home. On yeah. the corners front, they, they, they've had three or more corners in all eight games at home, and I think they've had four or more in five of their eight home games. So possibly a, a Haugesund corners angle there as well. And to another side, yeah. David, who played in Europe tonight, is is Bran at home to Basement Boys Olsund. Yeah, and a really tough night for Bran. Um, obviously a really good result, but it, was, it wasn't easy. They, were, they had a lot of pressure on them. Um, I think there'll be some rotation um, for this game before uh, another another European game next Thursday. I think there'll probably be a few changes, um, but I think the price is fair because all the students are so poor, uh, and Bran have been really good at home this year. So I think uh, I think the price is fair. Obviously, I'm not going to bet a 1.22. Uh, Go at Tynecastle, uh, 3-1 to the Jambos. There we go. So, so Rosenberg might not be going to exercise you know, after all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I mean, I think I think uh, it will probably be a tougher game for Brand than they would have liked against Olsund, but I think uh, I think they'll probably come through it um, quite easily. Yeah, looking at this game, obviously it was a, it was a tough game tonight for Brand. Olsund obviously struggling at the bottom of the league, but corner-wise, you know me, David, I do love that corner underdog and I think tonight on sorry, Sunday Olsen could be that dog they, they've hit four or more now in seven of their eight away games they've hit four four six nine two five ten and eight so they're hitting some pretty decent numbers they're four to five to hit three corners on Sunday and mm. any side in my book to hit four to five against a side playing in Europe, likely to do some rotation as well. I think it's a great bet. They're thirteen to eight to hit four corners, a game which I think is overpriced. So I'll definitely be backing Olsen to hit three corners on Sunday at four to five. Yeah, uh, that looks like a really good price. I think anytime you can get three corners in a team who's desperate to win games against a team who's coming off the back of a really tough midweek game, I think that looks looks really good. Yeah, absolutely. Now. Tromso, David. The Tromso, title challenge yeah. is on. The title challenge is back on. They are five points behind. They've had some termen- tremendous results recently, haven't they? They've beaten Brand 3-1. They've gone to Bora Glimt and beaten them 2-0. And they've beat Lowestrom 3-1 in recent weeks. In yeah. terrific form, at home to a swashbuckling <laughs> Sandyfjord side. 
absolutely magnificent form from Trump. So I think like these three games were pretty much going to define whether or not they could put up a title challenge and to beat them all, to beat Glimt, beat Bran and beat Lillestrom off like back to back. Really impressive. Um and yeah, they're in they're in the title race. Um but yeah, it just seems like it seems so hard to back them. I don't know why they should like one to two at home to Sandefjord, you're thinking like I just I, I just I find it difficult to back, but I mean probably should be backing it given that Sandefjord's away form mm-hmm. is pretty horrendous all season. They won their last away game at Bolleringer, but that was their first away win all season, and it was only their uh, f- f- that was them taking five points. So they only had two before that away from home. So one to two for Tromsø looks like a really good price given how how good they've been at home this year, and how poor Sandefjord have been away. No, when you look at Sandefjord's goal scoring antics, for and against, there's been five or more goals scored now in a colossal eight of their last ten. Nine of their last ten games have seen at least four goals. And I think they've um, they've scored two or more goals in a, in a large percentage of those games. But defensively, as you say, struggle to keep a clean sheet. Toronto obviously aren't known for their goals. Um, they tend to win games quite comfortably. But that said, when you look at the recent results, they have been a bit more of an attacking threat. Toronto not winning games 1-0, but winning games, scoring three, two or three goals against some very good teams. So one to two for Tromso, that that puts the feeling to me a little bit. I want a two shot at home. They they, they are very rightly wanted to. I, I think for me it's probably because we're not we weren't expecting Tromso yeah. to be up there. Is why we're probably thinking there's any value in Sandyford, but it, it's hard to back against Tromso given the form they're in. Yes, but I mean what I will say is is they play the best football when they are up against a team who kind of attacks them and they can just counter. Like if you look at the games where they struggled this year. Um, it's kind of been against the sort of uh, lesser teams. Like, they, they struggled to score against teams who have sat deep. Um, and I think like, they went to Sandyford early in the season and drew 0-0. I just, I, yeah, it's difficult to back to back them. I feel like uh, it's difficult to back goals. It's difficult to back the home team. And you can't really back the away team. So it's probably just best we just leave this one alone. Yeah, absolutely. But talking of teams who we probably won't leave alone is um, title challengers Viking, who are absolutely flying. And they're at home on Sunday to Stabæk, who have just, their form's dire at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. Um, I just Two to five now, actually, for Viking, as we speak, which you have is to say, it, yeah. I think, is a very fair price. Yeah, I mean, Stabæk have lost four in a row. Just... Not playing particularly well either, not scoring a lot of goals, um, conceding goals. Yeah, it's, a, it's a bad recipe. I think Viking are just relentless at the moment at home, just scoring a lot of goals, winning games comfortably, also like winning games when it's tight, just finding a way to get wins no matter what. They, they seem to have the full city behind them, desperate for a, 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 a title win. I think it would be the first time since the 90s. Um, yeah, this game just looks absolutely nailed on for a home win. I think Viking scored the they beat Bodegem three two. They beat Allison three one, and they beat Haugesund two 0 Brand three one, and before that they had a three four thriller with Molda. Um, before that three two, but odd. So yeah, plenty goes at home with the Asian goal line and um, the Asian three point uh, goal line. 
at 1.8 um, or 4 to 5. Nice. I think that looks like a really good price um, given how many goals they're scoring, given the difference in quality between these two teams. I just think, I think 1.8 for, 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 for there to be over, yeah, if it's three goals you get your money back, if there's more than three, you're the winner. I just think that looks like a really good price for this game, which should be, should be goals in. What it does do as well, you'd expect Viking to get the points. It does a little bit put the pressure on on Bora Glimp. It's a shame they're playing at the same time on on Sunday. But that leaves us with one game left to go, David. And for me, it's a really difficult match to call this one. Strum's God set at home to Lillstrom. Yes, yes, yeah, I agree with you. I think they've both lost they've both lost their their star strikers, so I say star. I mean Strum's God say it's Jonathan Bright Bruness has just uh, popped off to Belgium. To go and play for the OHL, OHL Leuven, I think they're called. And uh, Aquar Adams. Aquar Adams, um, pod favourite Aquar Adams, who scored an absolute ton for Lewis on the season. He's just gone to Montpellier and on his debut, he's banged a couple of goals in. So he is, uh, he's absolutely smashing it already in France in, in uh, Ligue 1. So they've both lost their strikers. Um, Strim Scossi have replaced him with uh, Elias Hoff Melkerson um, of Hibs. Yes, um, it didn't it, really work out at Hibs uh, for Melkerson. Did, did it? It started off really well, um, yeah. showed a lot of promise, but just faded away and really yeah. just didn't look the part at all at Hibs. So he, he scored a lot of goals in Oberstliga um, two years ago, and the usually goals in Oberstliga translate pretty well to Elite Serien. So I think pretty good, pretty high hopes for Melkerson to do well at Strum's God set. Lillestrom haven't signed a replacement yet, so uh, Strum's God set price at home of three point two looks. Pretty, I'd say pretty good, but again, tough to tough to back them because their form hasn't been hasn't been great. Although they had a good win last week, and that kind of concludes our review of the Elite Azerian, David. Really pleased to see the return of the Oberstligaen over the last couple of weeks. It's wow, the last few seasons has been runaway winners, but this season very very difficult, very very competitive, and I would probably say. From Kongsvinger in first to Christiansund in sixth place, it's probably six sides that could win this league, and it's, it's it's wide open, isn't it? It's wide open. There's, I mean, there's definitely six sides that can get promoted uh, direct. I would say, um, but yeah, they could probably all win the league as well. Still, um, yes, yeah. Frederikstad, Kongsvinger, KFUM, Start, Sondam, Christiansund. I think um, they've all fancied the chances of if they put a good run together, then they could uh, they could easily find themselves up there. A couple of sides you probably wouldn't expect to be up there. So KFUM and Kongsvinger, not really, you're not really expecting them to occupy first and third after 18 rounds, are you? No, not really. Um, I think KFUM lost their manager in the winter as well, so they've had to rebuild a little bit. But yeah, they've been excellent of late. Kongsvinger, Kongsvinger have been really good as well, just really solid all season. So it's tough to call. It's really tough to call. It makes the league hard to predict um, in terms of yeah, winners. Yeah, really difficult. But, um, but goals, goals is not let us down too, too often. It's not. It's been a great league for goals, especially yeah. a team to score two goals. I think Mion yeah. Dahl will be back last week in the channel and they got beat 3-2 at Osana, but scored two goals at 5-4. Yeah. And Mion Dahl on another side who are away to Moss this weekend. Their, their away form has been pretty decent Mion Dahl and scoring goals away from home could not back them to win uh, at 3-1. Yeah. But they're 7-4 to score twice at Moss, which I think is very appealing. Um, you've got a couple of bets that you like from the Oberst League and David, and obviously podcast favourites for goals has to be <laughs> start, doesn't it? 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I think uh, I think when you look at start, you just you're pretty much guaranteed goals. Um, if I feel like they should have won more games, that their away form has been pretty horrendous. In fairness, like they've done most of the damage at home. They've got twenty two points at home and eight away, but. It's not because of goals. Like they scored fourteen goals on the road, and but they conceded fifteen. So it's it's kind of strange that they've scored fourteen, conceded fifteen, and only won one game. I can't really work that out myself. But um, yeah, last week they won two now. Before that, they won three now, and they just just been involved in a lot of games, particularly games which have been both teams to score. But yeah, mostly mostly just games where they score a lot of goals. Um, I'm gonna they're going to Ralfos this weekend. Ralfos. Big big fan of Ralph Oss brought in two goals at the weekend at five to four away to Shide. Yeah. And Shide obviously bottom of the league, heading back down to League Two, I think we can yeah. safely say have a horrible season. Yeah. Shide were one though up in that match, but Ralph Oss kind of came back with two late goals. Yeah. And and Ralph Oss if the la- the last five games, four one, three two, three one, three two, two one. So they're playing against Start, two teams that obviously enjoy enjoy goal fests. So um yeah, that's part of uh both teams to score um, double the Ralfos versus start game and I'm going to double it up with um, Osana who are at home to Brina this weekend and uh, a bit of a, an important game at the bottom for Osana you think they're in the they're in the relegation playoff spot against Brina who aren't too good away from home Brina six defeats out of eight for them uh, Osana just picked up a little bit, so I think I think uh, I think it's a game they can win, but it's a game that I think we'll see we'll see both teams to score. If you look at Osana's both teams to score record throughout the season, um, it's pre- pretty much all of the la- all of the games almost. But yeah, um, only two of the last um, thirteen games have resulted in not both teams to score. So yeah, and that looks like a game for me. So both teams to score in both those games um, and. I actually don't have a price for you just now. Let me just quickly get a price for you, and you can you can talk over me. Well, just on that note, I totally behind the both teams to score goals in this match. I think you're right. Osana have picked up a little bit. A really good win, three two home to Mjondal in uh, two weeks ago. They've only lost one in the last five at home, and I think when you factor in Brynn's away record, it's pretty dismal. They've played eight matches and they've collected four points. And on the back of that, they've also shipped at least two goals in seven of those eight matches. So I think for me, Osana to win, potentially at six to five, but I have to say for this league, far safer backing a team to score two goals on the, the high likelihood of them shipping once. So yeah, Osana to score two goals is 10 to 11 with William Hill. Yeah, that, that, that sounds really good as well. And the both teams to score double, which is Osana Brina and Rifle Start, pays 2.3 on uh, Bet365. And that is that is my Sunday, both teams to score double on the Obos. Very good. So four games Saturday, four games Sunday in the Obos League in this weekend. Um, David, perfect. Any other Just highlights for the weekend quickly, while we're talking about relegation from the Vision 1 should we talk about just very briefly uh, Livonia Livonia yes let's do that flying your, local, your local club yes absolutely flying in Division 2 they have played um, well past halfway stage of the season and they are um, looking good for promotion has to be said uh, they've played 15 won 14 drawn 1 scored 38 goals conceded only 8 
And yeah, they're they're seven points clear of Tromsdalen, who are also having a really good season. But if they can hold off Tromsdalen um, in the final um, nine games, then Livonia will be in Oberst League next year, and I can oh, wow. I can go and watch some some Oberst League in the, in the town. If they get promoted, David, I promise you, Paul and I will come over. Yes, um, get yourself to, to Livonia. Yeah. Just on Paul, by the way, apologies we didn't mention at the start of the podcast. Paul is a bit poorly this week. He's got a bit of man flu. And we're struggling to speak when I spoke to him on the phone earlier today, so hence why Paul's not here. So best wishes, Paul. Hope you get better soon. David, would you mind just giving us a run through of your best selections from this weekend in Norway? Yeah, sure. Let's start in uh, Saturday with the Elite Syrian, and that's uh, it's uh, both teams to score double. Um, no, sorry, it's not. It's a both teams to score in the Molde Volerenga game and also doubled that up with Auden Sarpsborg to have over two and a half goals. That double pay is 2.55. Also on Saturday, Volerenga with the corner handicap of plus two um, to beat Molde at the corner handicap and that is pays 2.2. Um, on to Sunday in Elite Serien, Viking game against Stabak. The Asian goal line, 3.0 goal line, pays 1.8. And down to Oberst again, um, both teams to score double in the Rifos versus Start and Osana versus Breen the games, and that pays uh, 2.3. Very good. And, I'll, and again, this weekend we've got a, a full card in the lower leagues, Norway Division 2, Division 3, spread out across Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. So David and I will be looking into uh, we'll, we'll contact. I will be going live to see Verda versus Rana. Uh, our favorite, oh, Rana, our, uh, podcast, our favorite podcast favorites. Yes. <laughs> so Rana, we mentioned Rana on the podcast at the last weekend that they're away to a side kind of bottom of the league. Rana in terrific goal scoring form. Really hard to get an angle in the match. The goal line was set at over five and a half, and the over. First half goal line was set at over two. Um, three nil at half time, and they won seven nil last week. I think they've scored something like twenty odd goals in their last four games. Maybe more of the same this week. <laughs> <laughs> so look out for that on on the channel, and don't forget you can follow David on Twitter. And apologies, David, you have to remind me of your Twitter it's handle at dweatherston eleven. Great stuff. You can also follow me on Twitter as well and on the channel. Next week, we'll welcome back Paul, but a big thank you from me and a big thank you from David. Thank you very much. Have a good weekend. Good luck, guys. Thanks.